Hey, welcome back to Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. I've got a great guest today. It's my friend, Kelly Calabrese, and here's what she is. She is an international speaker. She's a fitness expert. She's an author. She's a little bit of everything. She's a divorce coach. She's done a little, she's been a mentor to myself and so many other fitness professionals out there. She's always about helping people, and that's what she's going to be here today. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Joe, it is my honor to be here. I'm so happy to do it. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks again. And I would just want to personally thank you all that you've done for me when I first started my business way back in 2009. You really helped me get jump started and kept me going over the years. So thank you for that right now. And so people, you're in Texas right now, but uh, where are you from originally? Originally, I was born and raised in New York. When I was 13, I moved to New Jersey. So I spent a long time in the Northeast. I didn't head till, to Dallas until about 15 years ago. Was that a culture shock when you got there? <laughs> you know what? It was a really nice transition coming to Dallas from the Northeast. We were in the buckle of the Bible Belt here. I mean, just a great place to raise a family, the best of everything you could really want. It's great being centrally located in the country. And yeah, just really blessed to be here. Cool. So I, I kind of did a brief overview of kind of your career, but why don't you tell people that maybe they don't know about yourself, kind of some of the things that you have, some of your highlights from your career. Okay. Well, when I was 13, I wrote in my diary, I will be an exercise therapist, really not even knowing what that meant. Just was always happiest when I was running, dancing, jumping, swimming, cheerleading, softball. I mean, I just love to move. I'm like, what do people not get about this? Like, this is awesome. And I also had a really strong family history of heart disease, diabetes, obesity, stroke, cancer, alcoholism. And I looked at all that and went, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. So I had to wait till I was 17 and I got certified. And I wound up getting three college degrees and was able to get into health club ownership through sweat equity. And I did that for the first 14 years of my career. And in that time, we were able to open up multiple locations. And we managed about nine corporate fitness centers for really cool companies like Calvin Klein and BMW, and also founded a school that helped to prepare over 3000 people to become certified fitness pros, which was awesome. And then my son was born and he's now 21. So this was a while ago. But I went on this quest to say, how can I still contribute to my industry on a really high level, but still be able to raise my kids and not sacrifice my family? So I started writing, speaking, consulting, editing, spokesperson, media work, and eventually got into the fitness boot camps about 15 years ago, network marketing, and you know, just been blessed to be on all the major networks and write a couple of best-selling books and um, speak internationally. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this, this is a high level guest right here we got on here today. So, and uh, so, so now you're doing something a little bit different. It's called Intentionally Fabulous, which is a really cool name. I like that. So tell us kind of the background, how you started that and why you started that. Yeah. So 24 plus years into, you know, what I thought was a good marriage, my husband came home and said, my commitment to our marriage is zero. And it floored me. I mean, it emptied me out, took me to the ground on my knees, and it really made me question everything in my life. And when you have that kind of a, a shock come in and you've got that much pain, you're going to do something to make it go away. And I always have wanted to do something healthy. At the same time that I was getting divorced, I had a lot of friends getting divorced and I was watching what everyone was doing. And when you're in pain, you're going to either isolate or do something to excess. You're going to escape. You're going you're gonna to do something. And so I was so committed to doing something healthy. 
And I went on a three-year, what I lovingly call a sabbatical, to figuring that out. And I did all the things. I went on the retreats. I did divorce recovery. I was at the conferences, read the books, listened to the TED Talks, sermons, I mean, all of it, and came to a place where one day I sat down, and one of my goals was to successfully get two kids in college. And I came home, and they were in college, and I went, okay, now what? And I really felt led to help other women go through this in a healthy way and as quick as possible because the, the grief is real. It's pretty excruciating. So a friend actually helped me come up with the name Intentionally Fabulous. And so I launched it about a year and a half ago. And it's just been a great journey to help women walk through the season of divorce. Yeah, I love that you did something healthy about that. So what was the time frame when you kind of picked yourself up off the floor and decided to start acting? How long did that take? Um, <laughs> sometimes it's still ongoing. Like you can get <laughs> triggered and really have a moment. I'm three and a half years in. I did get certified as a divorce coach through the American Association of Christian Counselors. And it says that it is a three to seven year process of healing after a divorce. And obviously the longer you were married, the more you lined up your identity with being a wife or a husband, the more difficult that it can be. So I was stuck in, there's this whole grief cycle, which even after all the personal development I studied, I knew nothing about. And so you'd go you know, from shock to denial to anger. And the next one was bitterness. I was bitter for a long, long time, too long. I wish I wasn't. Um, but then eventually you get to a point where you get depressed. And I am not a depressed person. I'd never been depressed in my life, but I went to a psychologist and I did the profile. He's like, Kelly, this is the healthiest profile I have ever seen. You're empathetic, you're sympathetic you're this or that but you're depressed and I was like oh, you don't you don't understand like no I, I can't be depressed and but I allowed myself I went home and I gave myself permission to really sit through the disappointments and grieve the unmet expectations and the lost dreams and it took me you know a couple weeks of being depressed and then you kind of you know shake it off and you may have some moments but it, it is a process it's so complex and so many things are affected. A lot of decisions have to be made. There's a lot of emotion in it. Your community may change where you live, where you work, where your kids go to school. There's, there's just a lot to it. It, it. it blows up your world. It's called a major life event for a reason. So I would say three years until I really felt like I got to that level where I forgave myself, which was one of the last parts, but the hardest parts, because I felt like such a failure. And no one's journey is the same. The grief cycle is not linear at all. I mean, you, it's messy. You, you jump around. and um, But the idea is to get back to a place where you're not only healthy and readjusted, but fabulous. There you go. And, and you said you came up with this program because you went looking for this program and it wasn't out there. So this is something you started. Um, tell us people kind of a little bit about what you do within that program. Absolutely. Yeah. So the program has eight different components. And these were the things, like you said, that I wished I had. Like I wish someone told me these things. But number one was identity. And my identity was in all the wrong things. It was in things that in the world could be gone in a moment. For example, I was at a season where my kids were going off for college. So my role as a mom was changing. My role as a wife was gone. I lived in this neighborhood and, you know, all the things that I felt like were holding me up was gone. So we need to help people really get their identity right, which for me isn't my faith, it's in God. Uh, the second thing was forgiveness. And no one likes to talk about forgiveness. And man, there are some awful things that go on out there. And, and I'm not minimizing it in any way. There's abuse and terrible, terrible things. 
but forgiveness is really for you uh, more than the other person. So I walked them through this whole process of really understanding forgiveness to a place where you can not only forgive, but you can actually bless the person in the area that they hurt you. So in my case, for example, a month after my divorce, which happened really quickly in, in the state of Texas, it, it has to be 30 days. <laughs> so it was 30 days and he was re-engaged within a month. Wow. So I can now to someone we knew. So I can now say that I bless them. I want nothing but the best for them. I hope they're happy. They complete each other till death do they part. And I mean it like from my soul, I have no animosity. So forgiveness is huge. Um, renewing your mind because so many people stay stuck in the past. They're just reliving and retelling that story over and over and over. It's not healthy. It's not productive. It's not helping you be present or even be able to have hope in the future. Another thing I talk about is um, gratitude and self-love. Those are two superpowers. And when your world is blowing up, it can be tough to be thankful and to love yourself. So many women, if you're left, rejection is a major issue. And if you were the one who left your family, shame and guilt is a major issue. So really helping them work through that and love themselves again. Um, purpose, because we sometimes think we don't have a purpose anymore. And uh, we're not sure, you know, how to see when we're in the valley and the dark places in the desert, how, you know, it's going to look again. Divine health, because that's always a part of what I'm going to do. And so many people do unhealthy things in this season, whether it's drinking or, you know, not eating, whatever it might be to excess. So help them get healthy. And I also talk about abundance, because single moms are the number one group for poverty. And they just get into this poverty mindset, especially if the husband was the provider in the family. And then the, the last part is joy, resurrection and celebration, because it's not just all hard and difficult and suffering. Like it's not going to be this way forever. You can be great again. Wow. See, let, let me ask you this. What, is, what do people tend to struggle with the most out of those eight things? Um, when people join my group, which is intentionally fabulous, it's a private Facebook community that I have. I ask them what the greatest challenges are. Loneliness is definitely one of the biggest ones. They just feel so alone in the world. And when you're a single woman, you know, you do, you feel like even taking out the trash, you're like, oh, like let's do everything by myself. And you see couples everywhere you go and um, you just feel really alone in the world, even if you have friends and you have support when your, your partner's gone. That's one of the biggest ones. And finances are a big fear and worry for a lot of people as well. So what do you, how do you help people with the loneliness? What is your advice for people that might be struggling with that right now? Yeah, I mean, to be okay being alone, but not lonely. So there's a difference. And for me, Sundays were hard for me because that was always a family day. And I would go out on a Sunday and I'd see the couples at church and the couples in the grocery store and the couples at the restaurant. And so I decided to either stay home on a Sunday until I could be okay being alone, but not lonely. So I would read books on, you know, personal development and about forgiveness and um, until you can be okay. But then sometimes you also have to be with people and give yourself permission to have fun and be happy. So if you know that being alone is really hard for you, then be intentional about calling some girlfriends, going to a comedy club, do things that make you laugh. So there's action and activity that has to happen in order to change because everything you have in your life is a result of your current beliefs, actions, habits, and character and identity. So something has to change. So 
find something you love, go out and paint, get a pet, walk around a lake, be near water. I mean, something to bring yourself out of that, um, find a hobby that you used to love or something you've always wanted to do. You've got to re-engage in the world and stop isolating because that's where the ugliness happens. When you're alone with that voice that says, you're not enough, you failed, you're so you need to get more of the, the good voices and the relentless positivity into your life. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. I think they need that. So, um, so you have tons and tons of resources out there. You mentioned your, your private Facebook group. They can join that. I'm going to link that in show notes. What's some other resources you have for people? Yeah, so I do. If anyone hears this before January 18, 2022, I'm doing a free webinar called Eight Ways to Thrive After Divorce. So that's free. Anyone can come. Um, they just need to go to that link. It's intentionallyfabulous.com forward slash sign dash up. Um, so that's a resource. My Facebook page, man, it's a great community of women there. We talk about the hard things. We support each other. We are helping, I mean, laughing and just really, you know, walking each other through in a really raw and real way. So go to that group. I do have the program, which is an eight week program. They can get it, do it yourself at your own pace for the eight weeks, or they can get it with, 21 bonuses that I have where I interviewed the people who helped me get through my divorce. So it's my grief counselor, my divorce recovery coach, my breath therapist, and you know all the people that I scoured the world to handpick to find to help bring me out of it. And then there's also another level with uh, coaching that I do with them, which is limited, but I can still take on some more clients in the new year. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're dedicated to this 100. You've you. I know you for a long time, and and when you do something, you don't do it halfway. So if they get involved in this, it's it's going to really help. So I appreciate what you're doing. And also, you're you're just your bravery for admitting, hey, this this is what happened to me. I mean, most people would might kind of want to hide that, especially someone at your level that people really look up to and they're high profile and you know they're an expert in their field. They might just kind of sweep it on the rug and not let anyone know. And you're just being out there and being brave and telling people, here's what happened to me, and it sucked. And here's how I broke out. And I've, I'm helping others do the same. So thank you for your bravery on that. I'm so happy to do it. I mean, I knew it wasn't me that it was totally a God thing because I did not want this platform. I did not right. want to be, I didn't even tell my mom and my brother until he had already moved out. And I, I just couldn't hide it anymore. I mean, I didn't even want to, it took me a year to say the word divorce. So for me to you know make this decision uh, it did take a lot of courage, but it wasn't me. It's for all the women who are out there who never get over this, who stay stuck, who stay depressed, who stay bitter, who stay angry. That's why I decided to be a voice for this because these women are worthy. They don't need to suffer, you know, unneedlessly. And a lot of it is just issues that they, they don't need to take into the future. They can totally get healed. That's awesome. So here's here's where you're also going to have to be brave because here's come the rapid fire questions. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. Now here's number one. So um, what have you done that you're the most proud of? Um, I would probably say healing from this divorce. Otherwise, I would be the person who I was, which was a perfectionist, a control freak. And I'm so thankful now that I could say he left, that he had the courage to leave and I became a better person. Wow. You are good on that forgiveness thing, man. You're a better person to me. I'm just going to put that out there. So, uh, what compliment do people give you the most? Probably that I'm an encourager. Yeah, I can see that one for sure. All right, this one's probably a tough one for you, but what's your favorite book? 
Uh, I mean, I would have to say the Bible. That I just got 15 books for my birthday a couple of weeks ago. People know I love books. I gave away 200 books last year. I tear through books, so many great books. Um, but the staples are always going to be the Bible for me. There you go. And um, what is one of your weird quirks? <laughs> That's so funny. Someone recently asked me that. And I don't know. I'm so intentional and disciplined about everything. Um, probably if you knocked on my door and walked in my house anytime, it would look like a showroom. I mean, it just always is in order and it is in place and it's just ready for me to lock the door and go and be free or entertain. Wow. Man, that's impressive. I'm, I'm the opposite. So I mean, I've, I've got a hole in my wall. I haven't fixed. So that's how I am. So, <laughs> uh, so if you could teach one subject in school, what would it be? Um, I would say it would be about love. Just that love is the highest possible good, it is the best ideal, it's the lens that we should be looking through to live our lives, it's the reason we should get up and be excited every day just to let love win. There you go. So, and what's the best thing that happened to you in the past month? Well, Christmas just happened and I got to be in New York and New Jersey with my family and my kids and the fact that we were all together and having fun and the food was good and everyone was healthy, it was just incredible. These days, that's all you can ask for, right? Everyone's healthy, happy. That's awesome, man. Especially around Christmas time. Just something special about that. Yes. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, you guys, I'm going to link those show notes and look at those. Get get in touch with Kelly. You can obviously see from this interview, she's an encourager. She's happy. She's joyful. You need some of that in your life, right? Especially now with the worry the world is right now. Get connected with Kelly to one of those resources, and you'll, you'll be a better person, I promise. So Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. And I really appreciate what you're doing out there making the world a better place. Oh, well, thanks for all you're doing, Joe. Love the show. The world needs it. We'll keep sharing the good news. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning into that episode. I'd like to give a shout out to my awesome sponsors. Hey, go refinance your house with my friend Dominic Garver, or at least let him run your numbers, right? Just one example he did recently, he was able to lower a borrower's interest rate by a full point and still get him 50,000 bucks to put a pool in. That guy's like a modern day Clark Griswold. You know, you can give Dominic a call at 256-714-1429 or check out his website, rocketcitymortgageguy.com. Go save yourself some money. And we got a new one. How about my boy Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty? He's a native Huntsvillian, one of those people like myself. He's also a licensed real estate professional. He's been that since 2004. And you're not just a transaction with Teak. He wants to build a relationship for life with you. I mean, this guy does it all. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that. You know, he's built his business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You know, that's what it's built on. So you can trust these guys at Patnick Realty, all your real estate needs. He wants to be your turnkey agent for life. I trust Teak, and I think you should as well. So give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. And I'll put all that in show notes. You don't have to memorize that. Let's talk about apparel lab. Hey, the weather's getting a little cooler out there. A great kiss Christmas gift would be custom hoodies for your family members or maybe your team at work. You know, I recommend putting your face on them, but you can also put your logo or really whatever you want. Go check out their merch catalog at apparelab.co, not .com, .co to get some ideas. You can also email them at theapparelab at gmail.com and use promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money, get some awesome products, work with some great people. Support these awesome businesses who support positivity. Hope you have a great day.